720 WGN. I figured out. The third Thursday of every month, David Hochberg joins us. It's taken me a couple years to figure this out, David, but no worries. I'm, I'm glad you're here. I never did get to eat the cannoli. Come on. It wasn't in the fridge when I went for it. Powell. <laughs> it's a total Powell move. Cannoli breath. We found the cannolis, Hochberg. Yeah, I in told your you stomach. Yeah, no. The <laughs> Lisa wasn't in studio that day. So so you couldn't help yourself? You had to power through it? Well, they wouldn't have been good by the time she got to the studio. Was, was it equally as delicious from the first time you had it? It was a fantastic cannoli. <laughs> Jimmy. J.P. Grazzi, I don't know one. West I'm going to well, I'm gonna have to go in on my own. So good. Well, when you're here, I'll run over there and get a couple. Okay. For, hey, so- for Steve and you. David, yeah. um, I love the the headline of the article you sent me. How the lavish lifestyle of millennials has landed them into three point eight trillion dollars in debt. Is that crazy? Is that crazy? Um, a record high debt. Record know. high debt. Over three point eight trillion dollars by the end of twenty twenty two. It's always lagging. So this is based upon the information from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. That's where we get all the credit card debt information, which is up 27% from 2019. So the millennials out there, I don't even know what age category that is, but the 30-year-olds are, are just you know having a great time. Uh, another sizable portion is their credit card debt, which is on the rise. Millennials, yeah, it's millennials, have an average credit card balance of $6,750, which is 26% higher than the average three years ago. The Wall Street Journal reported. So yeah, nice job, thirty-year-olds. Uh, well, you know, is that just thirty? I looked it up. It's uh, millennials are born in the early nineteen eighties to the late nineteen nineties. All right. So yeah. what, what is that? Is forty years old? So yeah, so 40, yeah, 30, thirty to 40, forty years old. Yeah. You know, and and then it went on to say that a lot of their friends in that age group were were getting married, and they see these TikTok videos of the elaborate uh, bachelor parties and and bachelorette parties, and they all got to go below their uh, budgets on elaborate trips and then you got to buy the wedding gowns and and the shoes and and the all, all that stuff right hotel rooms and airfare to all these weddings one lady um one young lady was on 31 kate was in 12 attended 19 weddings out of which 12 of them she was in the bridal party so oh. holy smokes 12 bachelorette parties 12 trips to i it, it you know there's only so much money to go around and yeah you can put it on your credit card but eventually you're going to have to pay that off or go into bankruptcy and blow up your credit. So I don't know who's teaching these this younger generation on on the responsibility of debt. But you know they're not listening to Home Home Chicago. Mr. Saturday, Sunshine today, David to Hochberg. Listen, What's with the I, negative energy. Okay, okay. Listen there, Spartacus, because <laughs> okay, this is your you this is your age group here. How old are you? Thirty four. You drop not right. Track. You drop right. Right. You didn't well, I give forgot. me anything for my birthday this year. Well, I think yeah. Well, I wanted to be consistent and with the other. He's planning years. three bachelor parties. Just so you I, know. I know he is right. And he's going to Rome and and he's going to you know you, you got to have you got to go to Nashville because that's the hot place. You got to nah, go to Austin. It's overdone. Okay, where are you? going that's more we expensive. already did it good old chicago illinois no, Hopper. where were you i well, sent you an invite yeah right you sent it to the wrong email address but that's fine <laughs> i appreciate it it was good i didn't have to turn you down so that's how you do it you say respectfully i'm busy you can't go i'm not trying to be you know debbie De- david downer here i'm just telling you yeah it's great why don't you go buy a Corvette as well? Drop hey. 115 G's on a new Corvette. It's 2023. You if you want to be Debbie Downer, you can. Thank you. I appreciate that, Steve. <laughs> Thanks for correcting that. It's uh, David Hogberg. You know him from Team Hogberg in Home Sweet Home Chicago on Saturday mornings. You can always reach out at 855-56-DAVID or 56david.com. So what this means is people in their early 30s are looking to buy a home 
So yeah. if they're spending that kind of money or they've got that kind of debt, then that puts them at a disadvantage for coming up with a house payment, right? Or sure. I mean, a down payment. Well, or be able to afford the payment. So because for every $10,000 worth of credit card debt, you got to make a minimum of 4% monthly payment. Okay. Plus the minimum's gone up because the credit card interest rates have gone up over the past year and a half. So you're looking at for every 10 G's that you borrow, it's $400 a month. So you got twenty grand on on your credit report. That's eight hundred dollars a month. That's a hundred and ten thousand dollar mortgage payment. All right. So yeah, you could go ahead and load up your credit cards. What you're doing is you're putting downward pressure on your credit scores, which is not a good thing. You're also a, you're also working into the availability of what you're able to afford to buy and what you're able to afford to finance. So that twenty thousand dollars worth of credit card debt that's costing you eight hundred dollars a month, you just eliminated a hundred and ten thousand dollars worth of buying power. Or financing power, right? And I wish it was only twenty. It used to be twenty to thirty. Now we're seeing forty to sixty thousand dollars with the credit card debt. We pull credit reports every single day, and that's what we're seeing. So when you've got forty thousand dollars worth of credit card debt, right? The minimum monthly payment's about sixteen hundred dollars a month. Go figure that one out. That's over a four hundred thousand dollar principal and interest payment. All right. So I listen. You go out and buy all you want. And spend all you want, jack up your credit card debt all you want. All you're doing is putting a downward pressure. Once you get over 30% of the limits on your credit card balances, right? So if you got a $1,000 limit, Lisa, okay, once you cross over $300 worth of charges on that, on that credit card in this uh-huh. particular example, you now start seeing downward pressure on your credit scores. You keep it at 30%, you're okay. That's why I always recommend to our listeners, pay your credit credit cards off every Friday because you only have one month's worth of charges if you can financially do that. I know some listeners can and some listeners can't, but you you look at these millennials now the, in this story, three point some tr- $3.8 trillion worth of debt over the past three years. Uh, you know, and, and I heard something here at GN uh, today that the there's a bunch of people that are upset because they thought the, the student loans would be forgiven and they're upset because they went and blew all that money and they didn't know what they're going to do now come October when the payments start doing. Well, you know, what's wrong with people? I mean, it, 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 it's not a done deal till it's a done deal. So now these, 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 these young individuals who have, have, have student loan debt who think everything is going to be, you know, lollipops and candy canes and snow cones, right? Yeah, we can borrow all this money. We never have to pay anything back. Guess what? Come October 1st, you're writing a check. And you better figure out where that money's coming from. Oh, you know, Biden's working on something else. Yeah, well, the thing he worked on took a year and a half or whatever to get to where it was in the Supreme Court to get turned down. See, and the Republicans are squeezing him, and, and he had to agree to turn on. You know, he couldn't, kept, he couldn't keep kicking the payments down the road like he did during uh, um, uh, COVID, which I know started with Trump. And then Biden just picked it up when he took office. And you had 40-month run, Lisa, of no student loan payments. Okay, if, if And you, did you put money away? Obviously, trust me, look at inflation. <laughs> Okay, you want to see why inflation's going crazy? Because everybody was diverting a lot of that money into other things. So come October, okay, the interest rates are going up again. The Fed's, I mean, everybody the, on Wall Street's predicting another at least a quarter point bump. They're probably going to bump it another one or two times, who knows, before the end of the year. That's what 
Fed Chair Bernanke, um, Bernanke, man, I'm going Owl. back. Powell, right? I'm going back a couple of Fed Chair. Listen, I'm running to the cab. Can I get you a nice coffee? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. You saw me <laughs> over there. I had the decaf. This, uh, this is me on decaf, if you can believe it. So we got, we got the piper's going to be paid here, okay? And the bill's coming due, Lisa. And I'm not trying to be like, like a black cloud here and storm clouds, but you got to start paying your bills. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And if you can't afford it, don't buy it. And guess what? Maybe you go to 10 weddings instead of 19. And maybe you stand up in six weddings instead of all 12. Okay. I'm going to give you three minutes. I'm going to take a break for weather and traffic. Some or something here. Exactly. What's going on, Mary? He's on fire as usual. David Hochberg, Team Hochberg host of Home Sweet Home Chicago that airs Saturday mornings, joins us once a month on the show. And you got everybody fired up, as you can see on the text line. Yeah. Um, I should probably be on more than once a month. That's you just probably a, should just be, a recommendation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's somebody that said... Sports if, if Kevin he, wants to take a day off. He should run for president, Please. David for president. Somebody Stop else goes, Lisa, I'm sorry, but I'm very offended by David Hochberg's tone as he speaks about student loans. Um, What's there to be offended about? You, you've know. got student loans, you're supposed to pay for them, so... But here's a question. How about student and parent plus loans? How do they affect mortgage loans? Sure. So if you're so here's what I learned from Ray Kaplan, who's outstanding, by the way. Uh, and if you have a student plus loan, you should contact Ray because she is amazing at what she does. Uh, it impacts you as the parent because it's showing up on your credit report. And until the student makes 12 payments out of the student's own account, that payment gets accounted against the parent when they're trying to refinance their existing home or purchase a new home. So you could co-sign for anybody, a car loan, right? All you have to do is show 12 payments that the person that you co-sign for is making the payment. A lot of these Parent PLUS loans, okay, are not in the student's name, Lisa. They're in the parent's name Mm. because the students only qualify for a certain amount of money. And then what do these people do? The government does. They load up the parents with one hundred and fifty to two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars worth of student loan debt. So if I did those loans, right? If any if any licensed mortgage professional did those loans, we would get our license revoked because we'd have to show an ability to repay those loans. The federal government could give out those loans with zero ability to repay those loans. Those loans are repaid over a ten year period of time, most of them, usually at a rate between eight and twelve percent. Okay, so when you factor all that, and I had a good one this morning. So somebody said, "Yeah, but while they're in college, they don't have to pay interest." True. So you're accruing even more money because the interest gets kicked back on top of what you borrowed mm-hmm. while the kids are in college. Yeah, it's a hundred percent right. You don't have to pay the interest while the kids are in college. There's no free day, payday. Okay, so I'm sorry that the listener doesn't like how my tone about student loans. But again, you take out a loan, you're supposed to pay them back. You've had 40 months of not making your student loan payment. The good news is, is that if you went to Ray Kaplan at the Kaplan Law Firm and you consolidated your loan and you're in a student loan forgiveness program, that 40 months, Ray mentioned it on my show this past Saturday, counted towards your 120 months of student loan forgiveness. So you just picked up three and a half years of of your student loan forgiveness not making a payment. So congratulations, all right? But the challenge is a lot of these, a lot of our listeners, Lisa, are loaded down with debt. And I, I, I'll tell the story again. A listener called me, $250,000 worth of student loans. I'm like, okay, 
How'd you get into that box? Well, you know, my daughter, my wife and I promised our daughter if she graduated with straight A's from high school, we'll pay for college. Okay, cool. What did she go to college for? Oh, she went to Florida to be an oceanographer. I'm like, cool. What does that mean? Well, I really don't know. I mean, she wants to just go have some fun. Hold on, hold on. Get, no, I, this is the point I'm trying to make, and I apologize to the listener who doesn't like my tone. But this guy and his wife got $250,000, 250 Gs to send their little beautiful daughter to college in Florida to be an oceanographer. To I said, so what is she doing for a job? She's feeding fish at, at SeaWorld for $13.50 an hour for 20 hours a week. So she's not even getting insurance, right? At thir- at, at thirteen dollars an hour, right? That's like thirteen right. G's a year that, that this that that this twenty one year old graduated with an oceanography degree, loaded mom and dad up with two hundred and fifty G's worth of debt, and she's down there feeding fish at SeaWorld. Okay? I could take my six year old neighbor across the street who's bouncing the ball off the driveway and teach him how to feed fish. He might lose like a finger or two, but you know what? For two hundred and fifty G's we can find some type of, you know, device to 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 put back a finger. I'm like, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to feed fish? This is the problem. There's no ability to repay. And if somebody's offended by that, I'm sorry. But when you go to get a mortgage and you're sitting in front of a mortgage professional, you have to show an ability to repay. Hey, we don't do that with student loans. It's just okay. a fact. Be upset you know, all you want. Like a minute. I God, got a I'm big, sweating I got here. I got like four sweat going. Yeah. They're they're having bidding wars on houses now. Oh, forget about As it. As a mortgage guy, how do you how do you give people money for a house when they're paying well over the value of the house? Yeah, seventy one percent of Americans have rates below four percent. So you wonder why we're having an inventory problem. 29% of Americans have a rate over 4%. So everybody that's sitting on a rate under 4%, guess what? You have to bridge that gap. So if you buy a home, okay, if you buy a home for $450,000 and it only appraises out at $425,000 because you got into a bidding war and wanted to lay out that extra twenty five grand, the financing lease is based upon the lesser of the purchase price or the appraised value. Okay, so you bought it for four fifty. It appraised for four twenty five. The financing's based upon four twenty five. So if you could bring in three percent on four twenty five, it's like fifteen some thousand dollars. Great. There's your three percent. Then you gotta bring in another twenty five thousand dollars to make up the difference between four twenty five and four fifty. So there's a lot of cash out there. And and we are writing pre we've got a hundred listeners right now that we constantly write pre-approval letters for, approval letters for, that continue to miss out on homes. 71% of the United States homeowners have rates below 4%. Where are they going? Unless somebody died, somebody passed, somebody died, somebody got divorced, somebody's retiring to get out of the state, okay, or somebody is in financial challenges, right, okay, that has to dump the house, or you've, you're, you're, you're bringing in a family member, an older family member, or a younger family member to live with you because they can't find any place to live. Ask any realtor out there. Those are the top five reasons. Okay, The days of, oh, let's go buy another house. We've lived in this house seven years. Let's go buy a bigger house are over. That's over. not where we're at right now. I'm not saying they will never come back, but until the rates get back into the fives, those homeowners with the twos and the threes, they ain't going anywhere. Okay, we got to get to news. No, we don't. Yeah, I'm we just do. saying, you know, <laughs> Steve will be all right. Everybody, nothing's changed. If they, people are, are, everything's good. No, but here, in all seriousness, where are people going? You know, our yeah. listeners aren't moving. 
because they've got a great rate and they don't want to go someplace to pay two, three times more than what they got now. I feel so good after this stop you had here at the station, Hawk. Any problem? No problem. My favorite, my favorite text is, oh, my God, my neighbor's son just graduated from Florida for ocean studies. He's working at PetSmart in the fish department. Okay. There Take you go. That home, David. Okay. Probably making probably making seventeen dollars an hour. They're fish. Five six David dot com. That's where you'll find him. Listen Saturday mornings at ten for Home Sweet Home Chicago. He's one of my favorites. Did you bring us more cannolis, Hockberg? I've got cannolis in my office. Why don't you come down and, and I don't does get anyone know what time it is? It's, it's three fifty nine. Time for Steve's news from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Thank you. Chicago. Chicago.